Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.
done it right this week. Fantastic. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Bears Corner episode 36 on the Battlefield podcast. Support for the Battlefield podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below the waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped is trusted by over 2 million men worldwide. Join the movement for all your below the waist grooming needs, and you can get 20% off Manscaped and free shipping with a promo code BattleFever55 at manscaped.com. Knew that that bit's done, right? How are we all? Right, so, for this evening, we bit weird because we're in... Oh, there's Jeep. Hi, Jeep. Oh. <laughs> we bit, we Look bit who's weird here. <laughs> Undo those changes, motherfucker. Apologies. Uh, sorry I'm late, guys. I was shaving. I had uh, computer issues. <laughs> <laughs> uh, feels a bit strange, I was saying, because we are um, in the middle of... The week and that's not usually your time because we're bevying and stuff like that. But I suppose in lockdown you bevy every night anyway, didn't you? So fuck it, who cares? Um, anyway, first of all, you've seen Jim pop on there, but I'll go as it is on my screen. Paul, see how we doing, mate? Um, good, thanks, and uh, yeah, you're right. Just just the one drink this evening. That should uh, that should suffice. One bottle, one drink, <laughs> same thing. <laughs> Mr. Bazbowski is back as well this week. How are we doing, mate? Good evening, mate. Thanks very much for inviting me on the show. It's always a pleasure to be here. And you know what? I was checking this out, you know, the old merch for Manscaped. Um, good bit of kit. I must say the balls are look the balls are looking smooth, feeling smooth, <laughs> and there was no cuts or anything like that. No. no. Looking through look by the way, if you've no, then I suggest you get online. What is it? Manscaped.com. Uh, use the code Battle Fever 55 for 20% off. Look at this kit, right? Look at this. Right? And I'm going to talk you through some of the things you get here. <laughs> this is why we're here, lads. This is why we're here. This is it. This is it. I don't know if you can read that. Can you see what that says here? Hang on. Hang on. I'm moving the right way. It says ball deodorant, Baz. Ball deodorant, right? So you get deodorant. That's lovely on that, by the way. That's lovely. This is, this is ball toner. Yes. Got have toned balls. Oh. Oh, look at that light. Fucking blinded me there. Lovely pair of boxer shorts that I should be wearing, ladies, next time. <laughs> uh, but the thing, do you know another thing it mentions in the boats here, just right at the bottom, uh, that we've no mentioned about Manscaped, they, they're also partnered with the tes- testicular, testis- I can't even say it, testicular <laughs> cancer uh, society. So, yes, that's a important message. Aye, so, you know, they're, they're tied in with to raise awareness for the most common form of cancer in men, age between 15 and 35. Now, that's great, but the thing they don't tell you is, and the, and the thing that nobody tells you, that I'm going to tell you, is everybody knows when you're shaving your balls, you put a mirror on the floor and stand over it so you can get a good look, right? But if you want, you can actually, you can set a mirror up there and a mirror up there and like, set a prism to, build, to send it. So it looks as if it's right in front of you, as if you're having a shave, but you're really shaving your balls. It's 2021, ladies and gentlemen. We don't need to do that anymore. We can use our webcams that we've got in front of you. Just don't do what I did. And when I use my webcam, hit broadcast. That's my, my, my main bit of advice. I can say I had uh, 20,000 people worldwide on YouTube today watching me trim my balls. So, uh, and it was viewed my... more than this podcast. <laughs> 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 Which is a sad indictment. <laughs> so we maybe here to talk about the old famous Glasgow Rangers, huh? <laughs> well, first of all, I'm going to introduce Jeep. All right, mate. I see we got the issues sorted. 
Yes, finally. I'm kind of wishing I was like five minutes late now, so I'd have to like <laughs> l- l- listen to that. But uh. <laughs> what's he saying, Baza? What's he saying? No one listen to you. No one listen to you, mate. Sick man. I'm here, talk- how we doing, mate? I'm here to talk about the Rangers. Not kidding on everything you said, right? It's 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 a quality piece of kit. That's just that's, that's as much detail as I'm going into it. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just want, do you know? Uh, cheers, Scott. Thank you for thank you for having me on, and uh, apologies, it's been so long. But um, I just want I just want to touch on what Baz said there regards um, the prism, the prism idea with the mirrors, right? As as you may have noticed, said shaver has got fucking headlights on it, just in case you can't yeah. see your buzz, like Paul at yeah. sees, for example. But <laughs> if you've got this prism thing going on, you can have a wee disco buzz as you're moving about. The lights reflecting everywhere. You know what I mean? You've got a fucking disco buzz ball. <laughs> Patent, patent, patent that shit right there. And P.S. By the way, that's the first time I've seen that fucking intro. Holy shit! How good is that tune? I love that. I love that. I was like, fucking hell, it's quality. Went to rebrand with the manscape thing, and I thought, let's change the tune. Oh fuck it! Beautiful man. Keep that shit up. <laughs> you know how some some TV shows now they now come with warnings like oh there might be like scenes of a sexual sexual nature or there might be violence <laughs> or this this show may contain flashing images. They're going to need to put that on the box now. Like, they're setting up a prism with the mirrors. This product may contain flashing images. So like, what? It's a razor. <laughs> Baz, Baz, just just thinking the poor folk that didn't know that we've got this manscape thing. They're like, right, settling in for the Rangers podcast. Baz, Baz, here's your bar. What the fuck? What is this? Fucking hell! Well, we used it for the first time last Friday, and the intro came in, and it cut to us and Mike McCovey, who's a who's, who's a minister sitting there. Like, going, <laughs> what the fuck's going on? See, I didn't know. I didn't know it was a minister, right? And and there's a there's a there's a product called the plow, and I don't know if you see it. Yes. But I was I was saying, if you get the plow, then Excuse you me. will be doing the plowing. There it is. There's the plow. There. So I'm I'm shouting about doing a bit of plowing with the plow. Bunch of used the plow, and the minister's sitting there like that. <laughs> ah, he's a good lad. What have I let myself in for? He, t- he took it. He took it in good fun, didn't he? He, he did, did. To be yeah. fair, to him. he did. To be fair, right. Starting this week, and I think there is only one place to start, and we'll get it on done, because it's the negative side of the podcast tonight. It is the COVID dates. Now we've already had one section on COVID dates this year, and it contained um, Jordan Jones and George Edmondson. Now we can add Calvin Bassey, Bongani Zungu, Nathan Parson, Dapo Mabudi, and the youngster Kinnear to this. Now. Before we come to the guy's thoughts, right, we're all here for the manager, right, and his thoughts on it, and I wouldn't like to be any one of the five lads going up face-to-face with Stephen Gerrard in the mood that he seemed to be in today, because he was pretty pissed off, I think. That's probably an understatement. Um, but Bergani Zungu, who's trying to win a contract, really, he's trying to win a deal here. I don't think it's the right way to go about it. Calvin Bassey, you're just here, you've made a decent impression what happens for their own? I hope the Rangers fans are kind, but who knows? Nathan Patterson's got huge potential at their club. We've seen it firsthand. And then the other two are obviously younger boys again that we've not seen much of. So before we get the guys' thoughts on the pod, we will go and we'll hear from the main man himself, the legend, Stephen Gerrard. 
Well, I think first and foremost we have to acknowledge that five of our players have, uh, you know, been involved in a breach of the COVID regulations, which from the top of the club to the bottom we're all really disappointed in. Um, that will be dealt with internally. Uh, the players will be fined, and um, we are in dialogue with the SFA and the government moving forward to, to find the, the, the solution in terms of them boys. Um, they've been removed from the club and the squad for now um, on a short time basis while they isolate and um, I'll sit down with all them boys face to face once yeah, we're allowed to do so. Jib, your thoughts on that mate? Uh, all. I made my thoughts really clear when this happened last time. The fact it's happened again kind of makes it worse in a way that they've already seen what it, what it can do. I mean, neither of the two players that happened to you the first time have, have made an appearance. Uh, both of them have since been loaned out. Um, it's just brain dead. Really, really is. I'm so, so disappointed. Um, I know you can give the argument that, that they're young. I don't buy it. Um, you should be old and mature enough to know what's right and what's wrong. Um, and it's just the fact that do you know what I was sitting thinking about the day it's the fact that they've went and done this and they've been caught but what if they weren't caught and then it does it begs the question and I don't just mean, mean Rangers but like it's obviously happened like in other instances do you know what I mean if, if this is just an occasion where folk have been caught it's obviously just still kind of gone on I, I, I don't know man honestly I'm just I'm I'm so fucking pissed off, man. I've got to be honest. They're putting everything in jeopardy. Everything that we've worked so hard to gain this season and we're so, so close to getting title number 55 and they're just putting everybody in, 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 at the club at risk. It's mental. It's... It's not exactly, we're obviously four games, as, as Jimmy says, we're four games for greatness, you know what I mean? Four games for immortality for some of that, for majority of that squad, you know, them all probably... It's ludicrous to do this to your Rangers career at this point when it's just going to get so fucking good. <laughs> Absolutely, mate. And I think, um, obviously, Jeep uh, um, articulated it very well there. But I think for you know for me too, what zero tolerance. And I think uh, the club's obviously taken a, a a hard stance on it, uh, which I think is is is, is very appropriate um, at this stage. And for me, you know, I was I was I was talking I was talking to um, my pal Jordan about it the other day, and I was saying. The, you know, we should be looking at um, better ways to terminate contracts in these types of scenarios. I think, you know, for example, you, you know, you can lose your job through, you know, for for bullying. Um, you know, you should be able to terminate a contract for a breach like this because it's putting people's futures and lives at risk. It's serious. It's a, it's a really serious matter. Um, and regardless of what your status is at the club and what squad you're in and where you're at with your development, you've made that choice and you should feel the consequences of that choice, and it should be fucking harsh, in my honest opinion. So, for me, if they never wear a Rangers shirt again, that's it, I'm afraid. I'm sorry. Baz, where, where do you go with it? Obviously, it'll be up to Gerard. They said it'll be dealt with internally. The players will get an SFA ban, which is only, you know, we've got to expect that after what happened to Jones and Edmondson and others who have, have breached COVID regulations. But as for your point of view, mate, as a supporter... Where do we go in terms of punishment? I, I really don't know, mate. Uh, do you know what? I've I seen Jim's tweets today and see, listen to him, you can hear it in his voice how pissed off he is. And it's like, we all echo that. You know, it's like, 
they're beyond angry. It's like being totally let down. You know what I mean? It's like you, you know the whole cliche thing about I'm no angry, I'm disappointed. It's it's beyond yeah. that. And you would have thought Jordan Jones and Edmondson. You know, I mean, they, they, they two are decent players. You know what I mean? Good players who are almost breaking into the first team. Do you know what I mean? And and they were dealt with, and you know they were shipped out the door. So they're not going to be any any more lenient. If anything, it's going to be worse because that was the warning. That was that was them getting off the hook. Do you know? And I'm pretty sure there was a, a conversation. Look, by the way, this can not happen again. If it happens again, then you know you're at the door. So yeah. I, I I agree with what Snagsy was saying in terms of zero tolerance. Look, I've seen a lot of stuff on social media saying all oh, the young boys and all that. But see, when you're representing a club, a club like Glasgow Rangers, if if you're not mature enough to represent the standards that we demand, then you're not mature enough to be at the club. It's as simple as that. There's a there's a minimum standard, and our minimum standard is higher than most other clubs' highest standard. And if you're not going to adhere to the standards that we demand, then this isn't in the club for you. I'm sorry. Paul, obviously we are all disappointed. I've seen so many comments there. And of course, we have to have a flip side to it, right? And we have to say that if it was Alan McGregor or James Tavernier, as somebody's alluded to, that had done this, would we be saying the same thing? Well, chances are that that argument gets taken out of it because these guys, I don't think, would be stupid enough to do that in this time. So I think they're professional enough to do it, um, to, to know that, sorry. But for me... Zungu's gubbed it, he's gone now, right? The other young boys, do they get an opportunity to, okay, harsh treatment, yep, you know, suspensions, whatever they need to get, the maximum flung at them, but do they get an opportunity to fight for their careers? I We had a, well, you know, we had a bit of a discussion with this in the, in the group chat, and I said, I think what, what will probably happen is this, this is what I can probably see, possibly see happen. Zungu, as you say, has completely and utterly fucked it. You know, he was trying for a contract, this is just beyond ridiculous. You know, a man of his maturity uh, and experience doing doing that. You know, he knew he was blooming to him. You, you can argue the young boys just thought, oh, well, you know, we're all part of the same bubble. Let's get together. It's just us. No, but your girlfriends are there, you know, and they mix and mingle. And it's just it all cross-contaminates. So, as you say, zero tolerance. But I think what will happen is Zungu will go. I think uh, Dapo Mabadi, he's, uh, his contract is up in June anyway. He'll go. They'll probably get rid of the young, um, the young uh, academy player Kinnear. He'll probably end up going as well. But you've got Bassey and Patterson, who are very highly thought of talents. I can see them probably being suspended, no pay, until the start of pre-season, and then being brought back into the fold only after a full and frank apology has been issued, not only to Rangers fans, Scottish football in general, and their teammates. I can see that probably being the way it's done. I wouldn't be surprised if they, if they never play for the club again and they're sold. I. I it's 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 you know it's conjecture. You don't really know what's going on. You don't know what was said, as Baz alluded to. I'm sure something was said uh, after Jones and Edmondson, and, and it probably was very harsh to put them. There will be a zero tolerance on this. But you just you don't know what's going on and being said by the scenes. I think, as you can see, I think Gerard was angry and extremely extremely disappointed. And I'll tell you what, I would not want to be one of those five players having to wait 10 days in isolation to go face him in his office the first morning back in the work. I'll tell you See, what, it's just as well they get caught when they did. Can you imagine yeah, they get caught 24 hours later? Aye, the, aye. Whole fucking, the whole team yep. could have been an isolated. That's, that's the final line. It could have derailed the whole exactly, fucking year. Exactly, mate. That's the thing. And, and in the comments... There's obviously to and fro and people think that it, it's harsh saying that they should never play for the club again, like RSC 55. 
nobody wants to let that potential <clears throat> out of our team. However, the seriousness of this is a put up with Tam is that I've not had it. My sister's had it. I've not had it, right? No. Tam's obviously had it. I took COVID lightly until I caught it three weeks and I still feel it shite. Take it a bit more seriously now. That's the fact. We all can't go and see our families. We all can't go and see our pals. They have the privilege of being in an elite sports bubble and playing football every week and training every day and being handsomely paid for that. That's where the responsibility comes in and that's where the fact is, Baz was saying, you're a Rangers player, you're expected to, to actually behave above even what's expected of a professional football player. You wear that jersey 24-7, you wear that crest 24-7 and that's it. You've 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 got that. If you don't get to play for the club again, it isn't Steven Gerrard's fault and it isn't anybody's fault who said that they shouldn't. It's their own fault. And I just hope that these young boys have learned their lesson and if they get another chance, then I'd like to see them hopefully, you know, show that and take it and and obviously make their, their apologies, etc. I'll no crucify them. I don't want to see young boys sacked. But, listen, we're living strange times at the minute. Um, listen, Francisco Thandaza, world-class striker, gets sacked for speaking to a fucking taxi driver. <laughs> so, if you can get rid of a world-class striker like that, then we, n- nobody, nobody's bigger than the team. Nobody <laughs> stands you know a me? chance, Baz. I'm nobody. What's the word? What's that word? Bloviate. Is that? No. Over-speaking too much. That sounds like a Manscaped product, mate. Bloviate. Speaking too much. I can't mean. You know the word I mean? I'm not wanting to over-speak on things, right? But if we can get rid of Francisco Sandaza, then anybody can go. You know if I learn anything... Is it Bloviate? Is that the word, Paul? Paul, you're good with the word Bloviate. Uh, bloviate. 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 I've not heard of Bloviate. Well, although we will use it now. We're going to need to Google it. If there's anything that I learned from when I said controlment that night, it's just to <laughs> go with the words that you know, mate. Right? Bloviate, <laughs> controlment, gag and shine. We are rewriting the dictionary as we go. Well, it's Dude. always better to go with the words that, that you know, but when you're sitting next to Paul, it's easy, comes up with some belters. Uh, bloviate. bloviate. Talk at length. Talk at length, especially <laughs> uh, in an inflated or empty way. Ah, that sounds about right. I know. Well, the problem is, right, and there's been a lot of people who've went and bought merchandise for going to George Square and all this stuff, and 55 is confirmed. You can't spend your time social media slating the players for that and then going amass with thousands of other players. Now, I know we're no professional football players, but let's have a wee bit of hanging here, right? And I hope the boys get a chance to play for Rangers again. Probably, maybe, maybe I shouldn't be saying it, but maybe not so much with Zungu because it isn't exactly set the head on fire. And I feel as though you should be busting a gut here to get that fucking deal, you know. And you've just went and done that. What I think, Scott, what I think is different about it is the fact that what if they won the caught? Like Baz was saying, what if it was 24 yes. hours later? What if they just, what if they, they go away with it and even three or four days later and they've went and done two or three days, full days training at the training centre? And then they've been in close contact with everybody else, and then everybody needs to self-isolate. And then we're in the position that Celtic were in a few months ago where it's going to come out, Rangers need to self-isolate 13, 15 first-team players when when we're so close. For me, that is just completely unforgivable. I'm sorry. Sabotage. I'm, it's, 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 Sabotage. I just think it was honestly brainless. And as much as you can say, I like, the guys are young, we've went through it. One thing I want to know, what the fuck is Zungu? Dane, Zungu's 28, right? I'm I'm 28. Exactly. I know he's got a comment, right? Because I know I look fuck a little older than 28, no right? Way. But I know, right? 
But honestly, what the fuck is he doing hanging about with 20 and 18-year-olds and going to house parties and all that? Like, for me, he's chucked the towel in already. I thought it as soon as they walked off the park against Hamilton last week. It, as soon as they get subbed, they walked off the far side of the pitch. The camera went right on him, and I thought, mate, you've chucked it. You you know that you're not getting your contract. He's just, he looked, and then obviously, Jack and Davis came out. I'll be honest, I don't think Zungu done much wrong. I don't, he's, he's, I don't. He's, he's no Stephen blamed. Davis, mate. Do you know what I mean, right? But he's he's getting blamed. People are saying, oh, he started the St. Mirror game, he started the Hamilton game. What are the difference? He started the game in Poznan as well, so let's kind of balance it up a little bit if you're going to do that. The bottom line is, I just don't, I don't necessarily think he's good enough, but he's not done it in particularly Ryan. People just love to pick on something. Well, he's people, going to be the scapegoat. People just love people just love to choose a scapegoat, don't they? And that's and that's what it is. But as soon as he walked off the pitch, I was like, no, he's finished. He's he's chucked in the towel. And I genuinely think that's what this is. I think he's just turned around and went, fuck it. Oh, what? There's a party. Aye, well, what's the fucking point? What's the point? I'm uh, I'm not playing. I'm not I'm not getting my game. Right, Ryan Jack, Stephen Davis, come on and change the game. I'm fucking I'm I'm not getting a start again. Like that's what I genuinely think, man. So he'll, he he's the first one. He'll he'll be the first one out the door. Anyway, well, out the door. He won't go off the contract. Put it that way. The, pro- the, the problem is again, no way. We've, I think we've went any in great detail. But the problem is, as you said, lads, it could have been a lot worse. What I would say is, anybody, any other club, particularly those in the East End, who are now on their moral high horse about this, right? Your club went to Dubai, right, and had a fucking jolly up for part of it. And claimed it was an elite sports training camp. Camp, what a lot of push, right? So yes, five, well, four young lads, and one who should know better had a wee rendezvous, right? But listen, still going to be fifty-five, isn't it? So get obvious. Anyway, I've got to be honest, right? See if I was <laughs> exactly. a twenty-year-old twi- football player and I've been stuck in a twenty-eight-year-old, and somebody says, "Yeah, mate, you want to come to a, a party? There's a bunch of birds in that coming." Nah, I'm not interested, mate. They're all about twenty-year-old. What's that? Purpose address. <laughs> <laughs> get me a plow. Get me a plow. Aye, some goes out with a fucking plow, man. That's no funny. We should be making jokes in this. Exactly. Me is at number fourteen, Bazaar. Oh, Jimmy with the blinds. Hashtag in joke. Hashtag in joke. Hashtag in joke. Clean the fucking windies. Anyway, come back. Kilmarnock from Sunday, eh, Saturday, sorry. Comprehensive, as comfortable. Well, people will say it wasn't comfortable, it was only 1-0, but see, really, it was going on 4 or 5. Really, right? Um, you know what I mean? If, if, of course, if their penalty, which is outside the box, inside the box, which makes a penalty stroke free kick, which biomechanics states that it must be a penalty to Kilmarnock, then, really, I would say Rangers were pretty comfortable, but... They were comfortable, you've got to remember. The, the game is played in Ibrooks, however. Kilmarnock playing a plastic pitch. We don't like plastic pitches. So, you know, that kind of kind of explains why we've never had our best performance. <laughs> 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 You're right there. Do you know what I mean? I don't I don't even know what I mean. You caught me I was daydreaming, you caught me off guard there. Um, <laughs> It wasn't, our, it wasn't our best performance of the, the season, however. I, I, I find that when we had that run of games before uh, Christmas, we were playing midweek, playing in Europe, and we were, we were going for all the time. See, now that we're not playing midweek, we've kind of fell off a wee bit. I know we've had a few players 
injured and all that. It's true, Snags, you're playing a fancy drum. Snags, he's gone. Snags, you're laughing at it. It's true. It's true. So, uh, oh, this is the right player against teams playing a plastic <laughs> Great goal, though. Great goal. Ryan Jack, oh, welcome back. Oh, what a hit. Paul, it sees what a hit, mate. Yeah, it was. And I'd just like to say that Baz, it wasn't in a plastic pitch. The match was at Ibrox. That's what I said in the beginning. He did say that. All I've been doing was plastic pitch, plastic pitch. I mean, I was, I was kind of focused on there, but it's nice. You're obsessed with plastic pitches, man. Yes, Paul, I said the game is at Ibrox, but Kilmarnock playing a plastic pitch. Ah, I'm, I'm sorry, mate. I'm, I'm sorry. Okay, mate. I'm sorry. Okay, hey, I'm sorry. 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 Hey, I'm Rested beautifully on the end stick of his right foot, and then he just smash it with the, the sort of uh, top of his foot. Yeah, it's just bent away from the keeper. Pop corner. Yeah, lovely. Oh. Quality. And if chin, you get that, then that's, I think, I think that's Kamala just a bit covered. Aye. No, we're, no, we're going to come to Jeep. Penalty, mate. Was it a penalty? Used to be inside the box for it to be a penalty, mate. Is it not? Correct, correct, <laughs> correct, mate. You're right. You're right. I think, mate. It, was, I think it was a foul. I've got to be honest. I thought, I thought, I thought it was a foul. I thought it was a free kick, but it was a free Can kick. Can it not? Was... Sorry to interrupt you, Jeb. Can it not start outside the box? And as long as it finishes in the box, it's a penalty. Is that it not the rule? In a situation, I it would be in a situation, say, if I talk and say you were pulling someone's jersey and you continue <laughs> to pull the jersey as. So if you're running in and I'm holding your jersey and you run into the box and then fall, it's a penalty. <laughs> but if I trick you outside the box and you fall inside the box, it's not a penalty. So, um, how far how, how uh, far can we take this rule? Imagine you're in your own box and you start running in some, some <laughs> avenue, <laughs> and you just keep running a fucking hundred yards and then fall in your boat. That's- if that guy doesn't let you go, that's a penalty kick. As long as if you're <clears> on your feet right till you get to the box, that's a penalty. <clears throat> I looked into it after that day we go about... Was it four penalties in the one game against St Mirren and everybody was talking about it then? I looked I looked into I looked into that rule. So. Good. Well, I think I really discussed his command up because there wasn't really much else happening apart from it, you know, we kind of coasted through it. I thought it was a penalty. Yes, I thought it was a penalty myself. Notice how yeah, that never had as much me- media speculation though. No. Uh, oh. never, never does, does it? Oh. Terrible. Do you want a couple of wee stats that I've pulled together? Go yes, for go for it. <laughs> he starts okay. <clears throat> a couple of these stats. Sorry, I got a couple lads. Hold on a minute. Have I got a stat for you? <clears throat> so, um, 34.4% of shots are outside of the box for Rangers, which is the second bottom in the league, right? Top of the league is St Mirren with 49.2% shots outside the box, then Celtic at 48.7%. Rangers are actually down 4.4% since last season and Celtic are up by 8.2%, which is very, very That's interesting. Don't you think? Mate. That's no given, <clears throat> given, obviously, Stephen Gerrard's comments regarding encouraging the players to shoot for you outside the box t- tells you a lot about, um, obviously, what goes on inside the players' heads when it comes to those kinds of moments. Uh, and most expected goals models, by the way, would say that there is a 3% chance of scoring outside the area. So there you go. 
I'll tell you one thing I just want to add to that. Uh, I don't know What's if you that, know, Snags has been doing a power of training and uh, I just want to say you're looking absolutely great, mate. It looks as if you've lost a lot of weight. You can Thanks, mate. So whatever you're doing, the training you're doing, the H, what is it, high intensity training, it's, it's obviously yes. working for you, mate. So I keep up the good work. Thanks, uh, brother. Thanks, great. buddy. Thanks for the stats. Yes. Thank I you for the tips on the chest. The stats on a plastic pitch shooting view outside the box compared to a grass pitch there. That's what I want to I've got there. Baz, I've got a question for you, mate, whilst we're on the topic of stats. Okay. And obviously what we were discussing earlier regards the starting outside the box, finishing inside the box. See if you start shaving somebody's balls outside the box and finish inside the box. <laughs> is that a penalty? It's a goat to be. It's Jim's a man to ask about that. It's an infringement. Yes. <laughs> surely, surely, surely that would be a threesome. <laughs> I'm here all week. What? What are you talking about? If you start shaving outside the box and the finish is inside the box, surely that's a free threesome. If you start shaving somebody's balls outside the box, maybe it doesn't matter. Forget it. <laughs> <laughs> you know I don't remember that policy. I don't know, mate. I don't know. What just happened? I don't know. Baz, <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll get a link, right? But uh, see why we've got a wee break. I just need to get a quick shout out. I should have done it at the beginning. Oh, I forgot all about it. I just wanted to say a quick happy birthday, a very special birthday. And on behalf of myself and everybody here at the Battle Fever podcast, I just want to say a very happy birthday <laughs> to everybody that's had their birthday today. Anybody that's had their birthday. So, uh, happy birthday. Happy birthday, everyone. Happy birthday, everybody. <laughs> Anybody who was born on the 17th of February. Doesn't matter. Do you know what? I think it's actually Tattoo Stu's birthday today. No way. Happy birthday, him. I'm pretty sure it is. It says that according to my calendar. It says Tattoo Stu's birthday. So there we go, lads. Happy birthday, Tattoo Stu. There you go. Happy birthday. Well, that's what the shout-out was all about. That's what I was getting at. Helping you out, mate. (laughs) Ball shaving threesomes and plows. What a show. You know, see when I started out doing a Rangers podcast, my dream was to have a comment for a viewer that says ball shaving threesomes and plows. What a show. You know what I mean? Let's just retire. <laughs> Let's just retire. Mate, yeah. there's a there's a fucking Christmas number one in there. I'm telling you. <laughs> ball shaving threesomes and plows. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Wednesday shows are more fucked up than a Friday. Anyway. We are, we are actually going to have a wee 30-second break or whatever it is because I'm going to show you the plow. I used it today, by the way. It's actually really, really good. Really, really good. It's very, very smooth on the old coupon. You know what I mean? Doesn't get you any kind of, you know, sort of irritations or anything like that. You know, it has it on your face. <laughs> well, I didn't use that in your come oh, on, man. See, take them off. <laughs> so you used them on the- My belly's never been so smooth. <laughs> 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 
love that. I love it. I love it. I think he's trying to oversell. I it was my my face. Mm. <laughs> I bet it's an oversell. Totally. Uh, I was. But by the way, don't go near that area with that. Down there, no. It's coming half. <laughs> anyway, what we're actually here for? European preview. Uh, obviously, tomorrow we return to European action um, against Antwerp. Now, I've done a wee bit of research. I actually found really, really interesting things, right? Which people might not find interesting, but I did. Right? So, Antwerp's last. Uh, European tie against Scottish opposition. It was in 1989 against Dundee United. They they won 4-0 at home and then got beat 3-2 at Tanadice, but won 6-3 in aggregate. Went into the third round of the UEFA Cup. That was quite a good start. I know it's Dundee United's quite a good start. So a place away, a place in the Europa, UEFA Europa League, round of 16 away. It's one of Antwerp and Rangers as the teams from Belgium and Scotland come together for the first time in UEFA competition. Antwerp finished second in Group J. During the autumn, their 12-point tally won fewer than section winners Tottenham Hotspur, who leapfrogged them with a 2-0 win in London on match day six. Rangers, meanwhile, topped their group in impressive style, doing the double over both Lech Poznan and Antwerp's domestic rival Standard Liège, as well as holding Benfica to two draws, which should have been two wins. Antwerp qualified for the Europa League this year by beating Club Bruges 1-0 in the 2019-20 Belgian Cup final, the club's first victory in the competition for 28 years. This is their first... UEFA Europa League group stage campaign and to get through it just a point behind Spurs shows that they're name mugs alright so I don't think we should be looking at this and saying Antwerp we don't really know much about them shite team we'll dispose of them right I think we should be looking at this saying if Rangers play to their potential and full capacity yes I back Rangers to win of course because we are a better team I think <clears throat> Snagsy did we find out hey, do you know much about Antwerp I know you're a big fan of the Belgian League I am, mate. Did you know that uh, Frankie Vercotteren, or is it Vercotteren, maybe that's how you say it, has actually managed four Belgian sides previous to this, including Anderlecht, where he was managing Kamar Roof at the time? Nice. nice. Did you know? Did you know? No, I, didn't, no. I didn't know that. Well, now you do, mate. Now you do. And obviously, he has won quite a few managerial honours in his time in the Belgian uh, league, including um, the first division title with uh, Anderlecht and also the Belgian, what's it they call it, Super Cup, is it? The Super Cup? Yeah, yes. He's won that a couple of times as well and he got uh, Club Bruges, actually, who you mentioned there previously, uh, promoted into the first division. So he's kind of a well-known name um, for doing well. So he's obviously only been there since December, taking over from Vincent Company, I think, wasn't it? No, uh, it, was it, the, it was a Croatian. It was a Croatian. Was it? Oh, that's right. No, no, you're right. You're right. No, no, I'm thinking. He's Anderlecht. Company was uh, or something like that. Aye, aye that's it. I right, sorry, mate. Anderlecht. No, no, you're right. I got the two switched switched up there. But um, aye, he's only been there since December, and he, he he he's got a really good interview actually in the Athletic today with uh, Jordan Campbell, and uh, he's talking about how when when you take over at a new club. You, you can't just go in and say, right, this is how I play. We're going to change everything. Here we go. You stick with what was there, but then you just start suggest things to start and try and change the way the players are thinking, how they're doing things, and then you slowly sort of implement your your your, your kind of own system. He's only got a 33.5% win uh, percentage since he's been there. He's, he's obviously just starting to implement and, he's, and, and things are starting to kick on. So I'm not expecting massive things from them, to be honest. And I think it, I think it should be a fairly run-of-the-mill fixture for us. I watched the highlights um, of them versus Standard Liège at the weekend and it was just all Standard Liège. I know it was a 1-1, one, one, 
um, scoreline. But you know, standard age was were very unlucky not to come away with that with a big scoreline. Um, so I'm not really that worried to be honest with you. I think I think if we if we set out the stalls quickly like like we have been doing against European opposition and play the football that we play, I think we'll come away comfortable victors in uh, both legs. That's my thoughts. Jeep, where I would maybe take issue with that, and, and what Snaggy says, right, because I've wrote that down here as well. You're wet. That Liège were, were the better side, right? But remember, Liège's home record <laughs> was outstanding until a certain club called Glasgow Rangers rocked up and came on roof decided to put it, put it in the pokey if he fucking... He's in half. 55 yards. 55. I think... Staunch um, number. I, was that about... About uh, 15 games unbeaten at home in Europe, I think they were, including aye. playing teams like Arsenal and stuff like that. So, aye, that was a really good result. I actually, I don't know much about the Belgian league. I don't know where teams are sitting, etc. So, I don't know if, if Liège are looked at um, as a much better a much better team. I thought Liège were quite good. Um, I thought we, I mean, we were. It was a penalty that kind of split the game, and then obviously that came a roof goal right at the end. But the game at Ibrox was really, really tight. Could have went either way. Um, we just played well in the second half and managed to get the winning goal. But um, I, I don't think I don't think it will be easy. But we've kind of we've now got some sort of an expectation when it comes to playing teams in Europe, considering how well Steven Gerrard's done. For he's came in, he's yep. he's eliminated some really really good teams, um, and he's got results against some really good teams. So when you come up against someone like this, you're you're maybe kind of expecting that a little bit more. Um, so hopefully we can get it. A couple of away goals for us. I was going to say three points there. Couple, <laughs> couple of away goals to bring back to Ibrox. Well, um, Antwerp <clears throat> are second in the Belgian league, 13 points behind Club Bruges, mate. And I think Club Bruges have got a game in hand. So they have got a wee bit of distance to make up, but they're having a relatively successful season by their standards. You know, so, they, so they'll be confident. They'll, they'll, be, uh, they'll be confident coming into coming into this game, you know, that they can... I mean, they beat Spurs 1-0. Yeah. Well, it says they beat Spurs 1-0 at home in the group yeah. stages. And Spurs only leapfrogged them in the last game, I believe, um, yeah. to go to go ahead of them to, to win the group. So, I don't think there'll be any mugs. I do think we're going to have to beat them. I think we just need to be wary. Yeah, I saw, them, I saw the highlights of the match against Spurs um, when they beat them at home, and they were really good. I was actually quite surprised. Uh, I think we've got... They've got some injuries and, for, and some suspensions tomorrow. I think they've got one of their centre-backs out. Um, one of their centre-forwards um, is, is is injured. Um, this, the, their main playmaker, um, a guy called uh, Lamkett Zay, he's a left left winger, he's scored four goals in the last six matches. He's suspended because he got managed himself sent off against Spurs. So he's suspended. Yes. I, I think there's about six or seven players, first, first team players have actually got out. Which yep. you would think, oh, that will play into our hands, but now you can't. You think like you cannot go in with that mindset. You have to go in with no. this. We're playing the strongest living, and that's it. And a bit of fact, you know, they've got a player on the left back is, is uh, uh, Jordan Lukaku, who is Romulo's little brother. Yeah, and they they signed him from Lazio. There you go. They also, as the top scorer, is a player called Mbokani, who actually played with Alan McGregor at Hull when they were both. <clears throat> Uh, when McGregor was doing at Hull in 2000, and, was that 2013 or something like that? 14? Um, yeah. So they two played together. And Bocani's out, however. He's eight goals this season. I can't mind if that's domestically or overall, but he, he's out for the game. So as policy says, you know, they do have six or seven players out. So it, it does go in our favour. They are a defensive side, mate. I think it's going to be like your Scottish league. You know, I think you'll have that low block, low block thing and try to hit us in the counter. I think. 
I mean, see if you when the draw was made, you know, a few months back. If you look at some of the teams that are still in the Europa League at the moment, you've got Arsenal, Spurs, Man U, PSV, Leverkusen, Villarreal, Ajax, Benfica, right? So obviously there's more teams, but it's just the ones I've kind of highlighted. When the draw was made, Antwerp was one of the teams that you're looking at thinking, I, I fancy my chances against them. Now, that's no disrespect to them. I'm just looking at some of the massive clubs that are still in this competition. So, like you said, they're, they're sitting second behind Club Bruges, who are doing particularly well at the moment. Um, Antwerp are unbeaten in five games, 1-4. One, one, like you said, they drew one each way, standard Liege. If you look how they set up, they normally set up a... It's normally a 3-4-2-1, and I don't think there's going to be much difference when we play them tomorrow night. I reckon... Do you know what I would love to see? Uh, I would love to see our field start tomorrow night. I would, I would, this, is, this is my idea. A few agreeing with you, mate, in the comments, there's a few agreeing that Scotty Arfield... I've not even said it yet. How can they agree if I've not even said it yet? <laughs> <laughs> they know. <laughs> they, they know exactly what's coming. Uh, I would have uh, McGregor, obviously, in goals. Tav, Goldson and Balligan. I don't know. I, I've, I've always maintained that... Um, Holanda brings more cohesion to the back four, but I think Balogun's starting to get a wee bit more settled in now. And him and Goldson are starting to work a lot better. And I think Balogun's starting to read the back four a wee bit better. Uh, he's a, a lot more uh, athletic than Holanda. So I, I would maybe go with Balogun uh, the morning night. And I would love to see Arfield, Jack and Davis in the middle of the park. I don't know why. Arebo was just in my fucking head in against Kilmarnock. He was holding on to the ball too long. starting to annoy me, right? So he's been he's been hooked. He's he's hooked. He's, out, he's sitting out for this game. And uh, the front three of Ken, Morelos and Ruth. However, it's hard to drop Padgy as well. I know Hadji's been performing particularly well. So that would be my kind of starting 13, I guess. I said 13. That would be my starting, that'd be my starting 13 for the morning. night. I fully expect Rangers to win this. Now, I know we've not played European competition since before Christmas. Uh, the bookies... And you can never trust what the bookies are saying, but the bookies have got Antwerp 29-10, Rangers 10-11, so the bookies have got Rangers as a clear favourite in this one. And I tend to agree with them. Yep, I think I'd go with that. Um, it was interesting hearing Stephen Gerrard today on it as well. Really well. Um, the atmosphere in the group is um, outstanding at the moment, um, playing with belief and confidence. It's a fixture that we respect because of the opposition. They're doing really well in their league domestically. They've had some really impressive results themselves this season. So um, it's an exciting one, and it will be over the two legs. And um, you know, it's one we're really looking forward to. The boys are excited, and we want to bounce over to Belgium and um, give a real good account of ourselves and, and make the supporters proud um, because we, we've let them down in the in the last few days. And um, you know, we want to get them thinking about football again and um, hopefully we can reward them with a positive result and set Ibrox up for next week. I don't know about Manscaped, but see the man love that I have for that human being. <laughs> it is through the roof. See that, your manager saying, we've let them down. There's no quotation marks. There's no blaming somebody else. We, as a club, you remember the majority of us weren't involved in it. But we as a club have let our support done and we want to make it up to them tomorrow night in a big European game. That's Steven Gerrard. That's why he is leading us to 55. And when I read that, I got the old goosebumps because I thought, oof, he's the fucking man. And he, he really is. 
Snagsy, your thoughts on what, on what the main man was saying there? The squad are wanting to bounce out of Belgium, mate. They're not even wanting to fly. They're wanting to fucking bounce out. You imagine that with them big fuck off like Zorban balls or something across the, the water. Do you know what that that would be a pretty good COVID defence to be fair with them wee like air filters and that. Um, so I know I, I I totally get that and it's not an analogy. It's the actual truth. They will be actually bouncing across. Um, some may get concussion, so we might see uh, some changes to the injury news. But I'll stop there. That's terrible. So. <clears throat> No, mate, it's good. And um, do you know what? I, I don't know if you guys know, but Kamal Roof and Leon Balligan are one booking away from a suspension. So tomorrow's a good time to play them um, and pick up those yellow cards for the second leg. <laughs> and then we go to the next one. They're all right. Um, what was there was something I was going to say, and I can't mind what it was. Um, oh, no, that was it. I just wanted to give a wee shout out, actually. Just sort of just, just rewind them back to the weekend. I thought uh, Cedric Itton gave a very good account of himself again. Obviously, it'll be unfortunate that he won't be playing uh, tomorrow night. But I think, Baz, to sort of touch on your point in regards Scott Scotty Arfield, I said a couple of weeks ago when Ryan Jack made a wee cameo appearance that there was no way he was going to start the next game, and he did. So I'm going to agree with you and say Scotty Arfield should start that game. And maybe he'll get a half, but I think, you know, he won't get the full 90 minutes, I don't think, uh, given he only had a wee short cameo and he's only played a wee bit of football. But it'll be nice to see him back. And I was excited to see him return to the... The pitch, mate. It was lovely, lovely thing. I'll, I'll tell you something. Um, have you ever seen like a Jack Russell? You know the dogs, right? And they get very excited, and they've got like, that wee red lipstick thing. I, know. I knew on. you were going there. I knew it. <laughs> that's that happens to me when I mention Scotty Arfield, right? Now I know everybody's loving Ryan Jack. I'm I'm a massive fan of Jacko. I actually work with his brother offshore, right, uh, Stevie. But Jacko is a fucking foundation block of this club, and I absolutely love him. However, see Scotty Arfield, I have got a wee Jack Russell lipstick for that man. No, he's work ethic, right? He, did, he can do it all. He's, he, he's like so versatile, the, the complete player. He works his ass off defensively. He gets forward. He can get you goals. He gives you 90 minutes. Now, the, the thing is, you've got some players that have just totally st- stepped up this season. And it's kind of like Stephen Davis, right, just... Plugging away in the engine room all the time, been so consistent this season. You've got Golds and Tavernier who have totally improved. You've got Barisic doing that left flank. There's been so many. Uh, Alan McGregor, you know, who pulls out of shit all the time. It's it's so easy to miss other players. And I just think Scotty Arfield this season has been so consistent when he's been on the pitch and he gives it 100%. Defensively, offensively, he can do it all. And I, I've got a right wee Jack Russell for that one. Oh, Baz, I remembered what I was going to say. Sorry, Scott. Sorry to interrupt <laughs> you there. I knew we would get there. I wanted to rewind back to birthdays. It's uh, Maggie Payton's birthday on Saturday, Maggie. so I'd just like to say right. happy birthday to her when it comes, and hopefully uh, we get a good result tomorrow night for you. Lovely. Happy birthday, happy birthday Maggie. Happy birthday, Maggie. Have a good day. I hope you have a cracking day. Um, Carry on, Scott. Sorry, mate. Just a wee start on Ryan Jack. Tomorrow, if he is selected, will be his 50th appearance <laughs> in Europe. In UEFA club competition, which is quite a, a start for our Jacko, and I'm just hoping that he can t- he can he can actually pick up some appearances next year in the Champions League because that would be great to see Ryan Jack. Beautiful, beautiful. Snarling oil at Champions League. Where he belongs, mate. Where he belongs. Where he belongs. Where, where he belongs. we belong. Where we belong. You're right. Spot on. Now we changes obviously to your squad for for the European uh, for the latter stages, as we've obviously added in Jack Simpson and Scott Wright. And Brandon Barker is going out the squad along with 
some young some young players, including Dapo Mabudi, would you believe? <laughs> her loan at Queen of the South. But a lot of the younger players who are out on, lo- are out on loan obviously have exited the squad and, you- and you've added in Jack Simpson and Scott Wright. In terms of our opponents tomorrow night, they've actually got a Uruguayan striker called Felipe Avenatti, who's joined Antwerp from Standard Liège and he played against us in the first, in the, the group stages. So we have fuck all to fear. We have fuck all to fear, right, in this. Fuck all, right. Uh, it was it, apparently no, because he, he, he appeared twice as a substitute against, against Rangers in the group stage. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't think it, I don't think it's a rule in Europe, is it? I don't know. No, I didn't know that, mate. I don't. I don't think. I think. If, I think if you play, if you play the Champions League group stages and then you moved in January, I'm, I'm pretty sure you can play in the, the knockout stages. I could be wrong, but I've just. I think. Always... I think that's. I think that's correct. Yeah, yeah. I've always been. I didn't know that, by the way. Uh, VCID says that she agrees with you with the lipstick thing, but her red lipstick is usually in a handbag. Get it out, VCID, and put it on show when Scotty Arfield comes on the screen because that's what we all do. <laughs> the manscaped lids lipstick. It's on show. be now. <laughs> the clown and a lipstick will be on show for all to see. I'm quite excited to see what the team is tomorrow because um, for the first time in quite a while, I think everybody, almost everybody, is available. Um, we've been a, a European away tie. There's, I think there's a very strong possibility it might go with Davis, Kamara, and Jack in midfield. We've not seen that midfield mm. for quite a while, but we've been an away European tie. I don't know. I've got a funny feeling he'll start Hadji just for the fact that he's played in the Belgium league before. That was what he done when we played uh, Liege, and I think he'll have a, a wee eye towards the game at the weekend. And I think he, I don't think he'll play Roof and Morelos. Welcome aboard, Callum. Hey, 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 hey. You're getting a hey, forty sorry. grand fine because you're late. <laughs> I thought he was in his dressing gown there. Forty-five grand because you're muted. <laughs> He's not mute, I don't Is he plugged I'm in? Muted, mate. It's doing this with snags earlier as well. I don't know what's going on here. Somebody's sabotaging us tonight. Audio, Mike. Uh, well, you can hear him. Audio, Mike. Very quiet. Audio, Mike is uh... <laughs> over. <laughs> Turn it up. Grid reference. Yankee, Wait, Alpha. Four, five. Are we still not happy? Hey! 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 There he is. There he is. Hi, uh, mate. Well, I've got some apologies to Three in a row, Callum. Three in a Three row. apologies. <laughs> no, three appearances. No, I know I'm here three times in a, in a row. row. Right, come on in. Let's have a drink to three in a row. Ah, um, <laughs> my first apology is for being late. That's not very good. I'm so sorry about that. Much. Baz has just done a full oh, demonstration no, with a I've been here in spirit. <laughs> My second apology is for having no microphone, so you might be able to hear me. In fact, that's maybe a good thing that you can't hear me. <laughs> I'm moving house, and I can't fucking find my microphone. So it's nice. Moving house. My third apology. <laughs> three was just stuck my head. I only have two apologies. I don't know. There we go. <laughs> well, mate, we're delighted to have you. We're talking he's, about... He's, he's no shade his budget. That's his third apology. <laughs> Right, okay, I can already tell my third apology is for my connection because it's fucking, it's terrible. I can't hear. I can't see. I can't breathe. (laughs) You're just happy to have you here, Callum. I can't just sit and smile. (laughs) But I've been unpacking and I find this, so that's fine. Over there, there we are. I love that. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. That's what we want. 
Callum, Callum's the eye candy for the ladies anyway, so that's all right. You just sit there and look pretty good. Paul's the eye candy for the Freshly guys. shaven, hashtag Battle Fever 55. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody hey, Buzz. It was you that sent me that, do you mind? Did I? Ah, you did, mate. You sent me this. Oh, it's lovely. I, I, I send a lot of things. I it's all right. Come on. It's all right. Nah, Don't it worry. Lovely, mate. It's okay. It's okay. Brilliant. Uh, Antwerp, Callum, I don't know if you can hear me. Over. But if you can, your thoughts on Antwerp and the game tomorrow. How um, my video is really behind. So am I, am I like, is my voice at least? Yes. Is it still, yeah, voice is right. working? Just voice talk, man, right, for fuck's sake. You're insane. <laughs> yeah. I've got a few Belgian friends, hundreds of them, and they say they're oh, quite too. a staunch club. So it depends. Who, whoever, whoever is the staunchest will win, and I think it's going to be us. I think it's going to be 44-0. No, I think it's going to be 55-0. I think... Ryan Jack will get all the goals. That's it. <laughs> Jacko, no pressure, mate. No pressure Jacko. tomorrow. No pressure tomorrow. Right, we're going to get back to Corum with our final clip for Stephen Gerrard because he's going to tell us about squad. Well, obviously, the boys mentioned um, won't be involved. Um, we've got some real good news in terms of obviously having Alfredo and Kamar back available. Uh, bring a lot of firepower to the squad and the group. Really looking forward to having them back for this fixture. Um, and, you know, We've seen recent rumours that James is carrying a niggle, which is fake news. There's there's nothing in that one. I changed my mind. Sorry, I forgot James Tavernier had all these rumours. He's going to get at least three goals. Three <laughs> penalties. I have I'm going to say that. A prediction. <laughs> I, think, I think we'll get a penalty tomorrow night. That's my prediction. One. I like oh. it. Operation stop at 10. I'll tell you what, Jeep. I've got loads of penalty friends, loads of them. And I just want to say, I think you're probably right there. <laughs> right, predictions, rounding up this European side of the pod. Well, kind of, but predictions for tomorrow night. Paul, it sees, starting with you, mate, and I'll work my way around. All right, well, um, they've not kept a clean sheet in, like, yonks. Um, we have kept lots of clean sheets. Um, I can't see us uh, being anything other than... 2-0 victors. Nice, Buzz. I was going to say that. Do it then. <laughs> um, I, was, I was going to say it, but I'm quite persiloquent, you know what I mean? I don't like to say <laughs> a lot. <laughs> <laughs> the words tonight are fantastic. Oh, isn't it? Listen, that's, if you don't know what I'm talking about, then you, you know what I mean? That's a, that's a different word again. <laughs> oh. We'll go with 2-0. Two 0 Snagsy. Aye, two 0 mate. Cheap. I'm going to go. Uh, we'll go one 0 up in the first half with a tav penalty, and then we'll score in stoppage time in the second half for the halfway line, and it'll we'll finish two 0 <laughs> see, see the way you've eloquently done the two 0 thing. With we'll it just on two 0 we've, we've got a good record of doing that in Belgium. It just it makes you're sense. Right, you're right, mate. You're right, Callum. Your thoughts? Oh, he said fifty-five. No, he just frozen stiff there. John Lennon, are you with us? Looks <laughs> okay, like, like John El- John Lennon's last album cover, doesn't it? Sexy though. Imagine all the people. Looks sexy though, Callum. Don't you listen to them, dude? 
I'm, I'm loving that wee moustache. It's beautiful. Stay I'm good. I get a plow. Moustache. Moustache too oh, big. He's, oh, he's, he's, he's gone. He's gone. Some I'm going to book. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Yes. I'm going to book a trend and say 1 0 to the Rangers tomorrow. And then I think we'll do them 3 0 at Ibrooks. So you don't think we'll score for the halfway line in stoppage time? Oh, I think we'll score for the halfway line to make it 1 0. You're on staunch. On staunch, Scott. I know. I've went after him, Paul. Jesus. I don't think you guys take your my jazz point seriously. <laughs> no, mate. No, we don't. We don't. We don't. Callum, have you got a prediction? I know you. I know you said fifty-five nil, but have you got an R prediction? I reckon. Uh, I think we'll come out two 0 win tomorrow. Okay, everybody in the pod, bar me, going for a two 0 win. I'm going oh, yeah. for a one 0 win. <laughs> <can't>, <yeah. laughs> nice. Right, I did say we were going to have a a slight European twist. Baz, you were asked a question on Twitter, mate. Why don't you tell everybody what the question was? I think, I think we were both asked the question, Scott. Okay, mate. Okay, mate. Sorry. However, the, the question, <laughs> I, I wish I wrote the, the, the person's name down if I knew you were going to do this. Uh, somebody, <laughs> we were talking about the podcast and somebody tweeted us saying, if you could put a Rangers starting 11 team together from the current squad and the squad that got to the European final in 2008 who would you start in 11 B you've got do you want me to get you that team well I've already picked it but for the people that <laughs> <laughs> for it, the people it, that are it. listening who have me and like, do you know what let's play along at home everybody if you're watching this get your pen your bit of paper out so it's going I'll to give you the team I'll give you the from 2008 and then you know the players we've already got Put your starting eleven together. I've went four four two. It's up to you what you want to do with your formation. That's, that's what I'm struggling with. I'm struggling with my formation. No, you need right. to get that and then pick your players, mate. You're way behind here, Jeep. Well, you have to. You have, you have to. <laughs> I totally you have to that in Walter in Europe, it was just four five one. Right, one up front, stuck. Right. I'm going to. So, I'm going to pick a team that's playing Gretna at home, right? Neil, Neil Alexander. <laughs> Neil <laughs> Alexander was in goals. Kirk Broadfoot, David Weir, Carlos Quella, the legend that is Sasa Papach at left back, Brahim Hamdani, Stephen Whitaker, Barry Ferguson, the captain, KT, Kevin Thompson, Stevie Davis, Jean Claude Darcheville started up front. Hang on a wee second here. I've fucked this up. <laughs> have, you wrote, have you wrote 13 players again? <laughs> no. I, I, looked at, four, four, four. I looked at the 2007 2008 squad. That's all right. That's all right. You're allowed. The way Scott's done it is he's just took the starting 11 that go to the final. I'm just reminding you of the starting 11, mate, but that squad got us to the. And it's Do you know what? It's worth it's worth remembering that Davis and McGregor were there. Yes. Only for injury, wasn't it? Tell him McGregor would break his ankle at Park Keith, wasn't it? And that rogue went for the rest of the season. Saved, saved a penalty with one saved ankle. Saved a penalty with one ankle. That's that's the legendary just figure that that man is. Why, see the thing is as well, right? It would have been easy for him to dive the other way because it was his yes. left ankle that was fucked. So it was his left ankle that was pushing him the way that he. So he thought he knows my left ankle's fucked, and he's went that way anyway, and he still saved it. <laughs> Fucking magic! This is what I'm <laughs> What a guy! Incredible. What a guy! Right, we're going to ask people in the comments. Here's your team, right? And there's one already came in. 
I'm really okay. fucking struggling here, by the way. From Rangers, man. Right, he's went McGregor, Tav, Barisic, Goldson, Coelar, Davis, Ferguson, Jack, Kent, Morelos, and Nacho Novo. Baz, are we all right with that? Are we happy it's with that team? It's a good team. team. It's a good team. Oh, a good it's not, team. not my team, but I'll tell you what. Make me think about my team and maybe try to scribble some shit out. I tell you what, while while the rest are, are all coming up with a team, and obviously the guys in, in, that are watching it are coming up with a team, but why don't you use your team? And you can make substitutions, mate. The transfer window's still open. You can shoot, <laughs> shoot people in and out, right? <laughs> if you right. figure out somebody better. I know she pulled that right off the screen there, so did she say that one? Get that off the screen. I'll put back on you, right? This is, this is what I went to, and McGregor and Golds, ankles fine, right? Ankles fine. <laughs> uh, and I've, I've, do you know what? The, the, the back four was the hardest part. You had Tav and Hutton, right? For that mm -hmm. position. I went to Tav. And then you obviously had people like Carlos Queller, Davy Weir. Uh, Goldson, Balligan, Holanda. I've went with Davy Weir for his experience. He's no bullshit attitude. And Connor Goldson because of the improvement that he's made. So Connor Goldson, Davy Weir. Now again, this is left backs are bastard their position because you've got Borna Barisic, who I think is one of my favourite players at Rangers at the moment. And Sasa Papach. Now, due to the consistency of Sasa Papach, I've went for him. So the back four is Tav, Weir, Goldson and Papach. <laughs> I've went with a 4-4-2 as well, by the way. So moving into the mid... I'll tell you. No, I'll tell you. Right, so I've, I've moved into the, the midfield. Ryan Kent out on the left-hand side in front of Papach. And then the middle two midfielders, Barry Ferguson and Ryan Jack. And then out on the right, from the 2008 team, Davis. Yes. Right, for the 2008 team. Yes. Right in the right. And then up front, I've got Alfredo Morelos and Chrissy Boyd. That's so a team, my... by the way. No. I like it. Try and beat it, motherfucker. That is a team. That is a serious team. Right, Tam, is this the one I put up? Aye. Right, I'm going to put another one. I'm going to put up McGregor, Tav, Goldson, Quella, Barisic, Ferguson, Davis, Hadji, Novo, Morelos, and Ken. He looks as if he's went, what's he went, what's the formation? Is it 4-3-3? It's a 4-3-3, same as me. Right, Jamie has went for Shagrin, Golds, Tav, Barisic, Quella, Goldson, Kevin Thompson, Barry Ferguson, Stephen Davis, Kamara. Buff and Novo up front. <laughs> what a team we'd have, man. What a team we'd have. Do you know the thing is, man? See, when you look at the players that get left out, right? Kevin Thompson, how the fuck? Brahim Hamdani, do you know what I mean? Like, Thomas Buffel, do you know what I mean? Like, if you look at the players that get left, like, we're leaving out, it's, it, it's amazing. It's, it's outstanding. I thought Buffel was away by that point. Now, Thomas Buffel was part of the squad, was you know, 2008. I don't think he was, unless uh, it I may have been. Right, I'll tell you what, mate. I'll tell you what, Jim. See, the next time you make a cunt of something, I'm just going to say it. <laughs> <laughs> Normally, I would just let you go with it, and then I'll say, by the way, after the podcast. <laughs> but no, you had to bring it up live. So <laughs> <laughs> no, mate, honestly, I, I, honestly, I could be wrong. I could be completely wrong. I, I thought he left after, uh, after Paul Le Guin left, but I could be totally wrong. 
Fun fact, by the way. He was definitely there under Walter. He was part of the squad. He was definitely part of the squad. He left, he left in July 2008. I saw it. Sorry, Buzz. Thomas Buffo. Right. Thomas Buffo, by the way, helped uh, develop Kevin De Bruyne. Oof. There you go. There you go. Played alongside each other. Would you John think McLeish. Black, Black Square? Miss Black Square saying about it all? John McLeish, right, who comes for good stock, because I'm sure he said his uncle was Alex unless he was taking the piss. Right. Right. Last right. week, he says McGregor, Tav Goldson, Quilla, Papats, Jack Davis, Fergie, Kent, Novo and Morelos. Again, good team. Aggie, Matty. Go for I'm it. Aye, go for it, mate. Aye. Fucking why no? In goals, obviously, there is only one pick, and that is Alan McGregor. I've went Tav, Weir, Goldson, and Papach, which is mirroring Baz, which is why I was laughing while Baz was saying it. Um, in the midfield, I've went for Stevie G's 4-3-3. He's favoured 4-3-3 formation, which brings fluidity. And if you play football manager, you know what fluidity means. Right, it's very fluid. <laughs> the players can interchange. And I've went for Ryan Jack, Barry Ferguson, and Stephen Davis as my midfield three. And then I've went Ryan Kent on one side, and I've put sorry on the right Ryan Kent, and I've put Daniel Kuzan coming after left, but supporting the Buffalo through the middle. Fucking right, my baby. Well, that'll be fucked. Look at that <laughs> stunned <laughs> silence. Daniel Kuzan. <laughs> Daniel right. Kuzan, I'm going to say yes. right now, lads. Daniel Kuzan, if he hadn't get stupidly sent off in the semi-final, we would have won the UEFA Cup. Sorry, cheap. No, I was just going to give you my team. I mean, if, if I'm allowed to take part, Scott, I mean, fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Are you I'm, going, still, are you I'm going? still waiting to. Fist bump. Right. I've went with Alan McGregor in goal. Need the yes. best. I've went with Tav, Goldson, Weir, and Papach. Baz, that's why I was laughing. You picked the same back four. I did, but I, I, I struggled with Papach or Barisic, but the only reason I went with Papach is the fact that he won a few league titles and stuff like that. So Barisic has got time to make it to that level. Plus, I mean, Papach had Messi in his back pocket one night, so he just did that just kind of... <laughs> Uh, right, I've went with a four-three-three, right? But I've kind of I've went with like an attacking midfielder in it. So I've went with Davis and Ferguson sitting, and I've went with Kent just just in front front of them, playing like a, a deeper number ten role, right? I've got Morelos coming in after left. I've got Daniel Kuzan coming in after right. Fuck's sake! And if anybody's going to criticise Daniel Kuzan playing after right, have you ever seen him rip Mark Wilson a new one? Then Aye, that's right. why. Correct, correct. And I've got and I've got Chris Boyd up front. Nice. That's firepower in that. Aye, that's aye. It's yeah. very. But I did say I was I was basing it on playing Gretna at home. So. <laughs> <laughs> Policies. Uh, I'm actually quite similar to a lot. Is um, okay. I'm, I've got uh, Shagging and goals. I would say I've got Tav Quella Papach. I've also got Goldson in there. I think uh, Goldson and uh, Quella would be a good centre back pairing. Um, I've gone four for two, and I've got Ferguson, Davis, Jack, and Thomas Buffel in midfield. And up front, I've got Novo and Morelos. That would be amazing to see. Can you imagine that Novo up front with fucking Alfredo Morelos, man? That one. Well, somebody's actually agreeing with me and and Neil and saying about Morelos and Kuzan up front. Smash centre halves all over the shop. I was right. kind of bringing Kuzan as Jibuza Lunti just after the win because. I feel as though that clip of him tearing Mark Wilson a new unit and Mark Wilson trying to actually swap shots. We're midway through 
the run was fucking phenomenal and I could watch it all day. The um, fourth game, game, we bet them at Celtic Park. Yes, mate. The the rebirth of King Kenny. Aye. That was the game. <laughs> that, that's right. That was the game. I'm convinced the team talk that Kuzam was given before that game was you're desperate to get out the transfer window and shuts them all up. Go on your move. <laughs> 100%, 100%. That's what I genuinely think. Went, he went and played the best game for Rangers he did that day and we sold him to Hull the following you day. Know what? That was the last time I was in Celtic Park, right? It was 2008, 4-2. Daniel Kuzan got the first one. Pedro Mendes got that, and I'm sure it was Davis that put the ball in. It was a wee shorty to Pedro Mendes, and he scored an absolute screamer for about 25 yards. Um, Kenny Muller got the other two. Um, Who the fuck got their two? Was it um, the Nakamura? Got a a free kick. Sam Rash called the first one. Aye, that's right. Did they get one late on? But my God, what a, what a game! Fact, you know, I, I, I keep on saying I'm going to throw this out. I keep on, I keep on saying I'm going to get rid of this, right? And I just can't seem to do it. I don't know why I can't <laughs> do it. But uh, I know. He's I, I'm him. sorry. I don't. I don't mind admitting my love for that guy either, mate. I'm sorry. I, I know I, a lot I, of people don't like him. I know. I know. I know. Uh, nah, I'm in. I'm in the Kenny Miller camp. I must admit. Does anyone here actually feel like that? They don't like Kenny Miller. It's interesting. Divides opinion. No. MD? No. You can't. You can't. He's done, like done, like. done a lot more good than bad. Right, put it in the comments if you actually don't like him. I, I, I haven't met that many people that don't like him. Hey, fuck off you. Put, put it in the comments if you don't like him. What kind of negativity is that? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Sorry. Thank you. Put it in the comments I mean, Cal if you look at genu- the, if genuinely curious for somebody to say I don't like him, so you can be like, I know. Right, why? I mean, obviously, people don't like him. Do you know what I mean? People don't like him because he played for them, and that, that's fine. That's their opinion. Obviously, there was the the way he left the club, him and Lee Wallace. But nobody knows the circumstances behind no, all that. I watch the podcast. You have to watch the fucking podcast, and we explain it. Um, do you know what I mean? If you understand this, they were standing up. They were, they were the guys that were standing up. You know what I mean? Making their voices right. heard. And, and, and by the way, I'm sure Scott will put a link up to the podcast you need to watch to answer this Correct. question. And also, see that period when he joined Celtic? I don't know if anybody has watched the podcast, right? But I actually says to him, I've went through the, the whole Hibs, Rangers, Wolves, back to, obviously, them. And I says to him that in 2006, was that? 2007, I couldn't find any stats on Kenny Miller playing football at all at that time. He never scored any goals. I couldn't find nothing. And I searched high and low on the internet. My internet provider just was neat. It was so staunch that it wouldn't bring that up. <laughs> and Kenny actually pushed himself laughing and went, it was a mistake. Everybody makes mistakes. So just allow him to make the mistake. He said sorry by coming back and scoring goals against them rapid. Do you know what I mean? Just just appreciate the man. Right? Cause I, like I believe him. he was a Rangers fan. <laughs> He was a Rangers fan as a boy as well. He was, mate. Uh, he was. He was. Oh, and there's I've a. Got... I believe. I, I never. I never get a chance to ask him this on the pod, but I believe that there was a football museum opened up in Edinburgh that put up his picture when he celebrated scoring against us. And I believe Kenny took in a Rangers one. I might not be true in this, but I think it's true. Kenny took in a Rangers one and asked him to take it down. See, for me, right? I think there's there's like two there's two level uh, football supporters. I don't just mean Rangers, but football supporters. You've got supporters that are like the complete diehards that that they, their team is their life and stuff like that. And then you've got other people that are kind of I I don't I'm a Rangers fan, but I'm not that bothered or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Right? I don't think anybody who is the way I would say Oyers are 
are going to go and play for Celtic. I wouldn't play for Celtic no. for any amount of money. Like, I, I honestly, I don't care. I did the job I'm doing now before I played for Celtic. I don't care how much better off I would, I would be. Do you know what I mean? And I just think, if you're, I, he was a Rangers fan as a boy, is, is that one of the ones, or oh, he's fucking Uncle Jimmy bought my tap one Christmas and he had one tap or something like that. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? Like, it's not, for me, it's like, oh, I, he was a diehard rate and then it, nah, I don't, I don't, I don't buy would it. You, would you do it if you had the opportunity to hurt them? Like, big Shane Duffy, obviously a massive Rangers fan. <laughs> If it was like like an emergency loan and it was like, right, we need you to come in and play centre-back for Celtic, we've got one game of the season left, we're going to Fur Park, Rangers are at Easter Road, it's 2005, it's in the last minute and I go knock the ball in for a known goal, I'd maybe date then, I'd, I'd, take, my, I'd take my Celtic tap off and I'd have a Rangers under armour top under it, I'd slide in front of the Greenberg again just to like, what's going on here boys, eh? All these coins, all these coins will be coming at me and then the, Scotty number, absolutes. The, the fourth official will come up and hold my number off and I'll just go off for every cut booing me. I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> that is the only scenario. The only but scenario. that is the best scenario. See, but, see before we go to Snagsy for his team, right? We the but now I don't know if Andy's familiar with the rugby, right? But see, Duncan Weir plays for Scottish rugby team. I went to school with him, right? He was in my PE class. He got signed for Celtic, believe it or not, Rangers fan, but he signed for Celtic. He showed up to PE one day with the Celtic shorts on and got slaughtered. <laughs> <laughs> Left them yes. and went play rugby. <laughs> the old Celtic rugby team. Your teammate. I mean, just before I do that, I just want to um, just touch on what Baz was saying. He was talking about something that he kind of get rid of, and Baz, obviously, you kind of get rid of was was Kenny Miller. I've been wanting to get rid of this, right, because it's green. But but he's going unfurl with that flag. No, no, no. <laughs> Bear with me here. Bear with me here. I kind of get rid of it, and here's the reason why, right? Because it is required, of course, for special effects. Oh, it's a green screen. Oh, how do you that's like that? That's brilliant, Snazzy. That is brilliant. I thought I was watching fucking Harry Potter there, man. <laughs> <laughs> the battle fever on, eh? Look at that. Eh? <laughs> How do you like Now you see me. Now you don't. It's the other way around. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> my team. My team is as follows: Alan McGregor and goals, Tav Goldson, Carlos Queller. I've gone with I've gone with Bonabarisic only because scoring prowess. That left foot man, you can't beat that left foot. In the midfield, Jack Ferguson and Davis, and then a front three of Ruth Morelos and Kent. Because for me, there is no better firepower in this European league right now. Right now. Telling you, you think of the team that we made the UEFA Cup final way, and you think of the team we've got now. No, okay, they were built with winners in that team. But you, in terms of talent, Jesus, Johnny, man. What's that Scott. We've got now. Yes, mate. Check this out. For my next trick. <laughs> <laughs> eh, how'd you like that? <laughs> right, anyway, carry on. Oh, I love him. I love Alfredo. I can't wait to see him back again tomorrow. I love him. Did you see that picture of his wee kid? Oh, <laughs> no, no, yeah. He'll never disown that man. Block, man eh? <laughs> Callum, are you with us to gauge your team? I, you were probably um, only just about a baby then, mind you, but anyway, you can go with it. <laughs> I was, what was I? I was 10. 
it was 10. Okay. But I agree with Snags there. I didn't, I didn't actually do my homework for this. Um, but <laughs> what I am thinking about, and what I will give you, is that I think, and it might be, it might be controversial. It's all right. You can argue amongst yourselves. I think, I'm just looking at the Juventus score here. It's 2-0 to Porto, a team which we beat, need, need I remind yeah, you. I think Rangers smart. might be an underrated contender for the best team in the world. That's, that's my thought. I think Listen, might that, I, I, nobody on this podcast will fucking argue with that whatsoever. Nope. Amen, brother. Amen. <laughs> Motherfucker. That's what I want to add to that. I, I, I'll be honest with you. I, I'm going to be honest with you, Callum, just to touch on what he says here. Uh, <laughs> we could put out the League Cup, which was disappointing hmm. because it, it's the first cup you can win of the season and it would have been a good catalyst to go and, and, and win the League and indeed Scottish Cup. It looks like they've cancelled the Scottish Cup. So, winning the league and winning the Europa the Europa League, I feel that's an, an underachievement for us. <laughs> I feel we're underachieving. <laughs> I, so. I think you're 100% correct. Now, uh, under the circumstances, COVID, pandemic, things happening, leagues getting cancelled, all this shit, I am willing to calm down a bit. I'm, a, I'm telling you what, I'm at seven in now, mate. I can go all the way down to 11. I'm going to dial it down to four and say, I'm fine if we win the league and if we win the Europa, I'm cool with that. I am cool with that because you're right, Callum, in what you're saying. Is you're I, like, I do, I do respect a bit of short-term thinking. Um, I've always been plagued by this long-term sort of winning the Champions League next year thinking, but I do like the short-term thinking. Get Finish your goals this season before moving on to the next season. But all I'm thinking is, if Cristiano Ronaldo <laughs> can't score against a team that we beat last season, we're fucking sorted. It's all me. We are sorted. Shazam. Cristiano Ronaldo, you <laughs> would shudder at facing Conor Goldson, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it depends who's shaving who's boss, mate. That's what I want to know. <laughs> There's only one winner, I'm afraid. Prisms. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You beat me, mate. You beat me. Love it. Brilliant. Well, lads, I think I think we've uh, we've we've made people's Wednesday night. We've picked them up in the middle of the week, in the middle of a dreary, shitey lockdown that was seems never ending and we've, we've I think we've picked everybody up here we're looking forward to seeing the Rangers win again away from home tomorrow in Europe and progress into the next stage and hopefully we can go better than one better two better three better than we done last year um, and see where we end up my thanks to Paul Seas Mr Bazbowski Callum for his cameo and Rangers being the best <laughs> team in the world Jeeb and Snagsy, it's always a pleasure, lads, to have you on the podcast. And it is a right good laugh. A right good laugh. Hashtag, um, keep the fucking battle fever. <laughs> Sorry, I was just there. Well, then there is a... Sorry, mate, you're going to need to start your outro again. Start, start again. Start again. If, if we've dialed it up to 11, there can be. <laughs> there can be. Um, no. Seriously, get to Manscaped, get 20% off, 20%, you just think if you buy something at 50 quid, how much is that, Callum? Aye, oh, something. <laughs> it's 40, mate, it's 40. <laughs> get to Manscaped, get to Manscaped and get um, 
get buying stuff, guys. And if you're a female, get buying it for your other half because they will love it. Hashtag smoothboss loyal. Anyway, we are rounding up. Andy, what to say before we go? Something about smooth buzz bowski, that's what I like. I want to say, listen, ladies and gentlemen, thanks very much for taking your time to spend it with us on this Wednesday night. Whatever you're up to, whatever you're doing, I hope you, your family are safe, well, and keeping healthy. And we're getting out this, all right? We'll go through it together, right. man. So we're nearly there. I'm well shaven. <laughs> <laughs> Callum, are you seriously putting that against your mouth? Like, what's the point? No. He's got any tongue, mate. He's got any tongue, It's having cleaned it. Jib, it's the perfect test area for Callum. Come on. Treating a lot of pen, do you know what I mean? I did forget about that. So someone in the comments said, let me see your bag. So I took it through from the bathroom, and then I forgot that it's actually... No, been on my balls. Thank you for reminding me. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, it's, it's been on my balls. It's, Love it. It's been oh, on my wait. balls. I'm going to finish. I'm going to finish right by teasing, by teasing um, the the show for Friday because I believe there might be something in the works. Um, I'll not be there, but there might be something in the works. Also, Matt Mitchell wants Baz in his wrestling gear next time. Oh, who knows? No. Who knows? And let's finish on a joke. I went to school with Alassie, wore the same jacket in the four years she was at high school, and we called her Julux, so she only had one coat. <laughs> I went to school with a bird. Uh, I went to school with a bird. We used to call her Seven Up. Oh, it doesn't matter. I won't get any of it. We all hope that the Rangers win. Why the Rangers? <laughs> Hashtag keep the bar fever on. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.